You are listening to the Always Alighting Podcast with your host, Ashika. This podcast is dedicated to soulful conversations around self-growth, personal development, and finding alignment. You will hear from guest speakers, experts, and solo episodes from myself as we educate, empower, and inspire you to navigate your own journey of self-growth. Welcome back, Always Aligning listeners. We are at the home stretch, guys. It is the end of the year. And I don't know about you, but I think I catch myself saying this every single year. Wow, that year really flew by. It just seems like time has accelerated. And I don't know if it's a pandemic thing or an age thing, but just feels like by the time the year begins, it's over. And in that, I recognize that time is, you know, going at its own pace. But for us to really contextualize our relationship with time, our relationship with the way we are spending our time, doing an annual reflection is so, so helpful. It is such a great tool to really look back at the year and take stock of what was working well, what was not working well, what needs better improvement so that you can plan your next year. This is our last episode of 2021 hosted by yours truly, your host, Ashika. This episode is a reflection-based episode with guided prompts to reflect on 2021. My intention for this episode is to lead you through a series of guided prompts to help you reflect on 2021. Now, reflections take a little bit of time and they are something that sometimes it's just a little difficult to do. So I personally love when I receive guided prompts, so I don't even need to think of, well, how do I start my reflection process? Where do I even begin? So I hope this episode really solves that piece of the equation for you. But most importantly, I do hope that you give yourself some time to take stock of your year because I promise you, when you check in with yourself, when you reflect on what worked, what energized you, what brought you the most joy, you can be more intentional about factoring those things into your life in 2022. And it will really help you set the roadmap for what your next year can look like once you've assessed what was working very well in your past year. There are two ways that you can follow along with this episode. So if you want to do these reflections in real time with me, go ahead and grab yourself a journal and a pen. And after each question, you can just pause the episode and take the time that you need to do your reflections. The second way is to, of course, listen to the episode and do the reflections at your own time. And to make it easier for you, I am writing the questions in the show notes itself. So you don't have to worry about writing it down as I'm speaking. You can just go to the show notes to look at the guided prompts and the questions will be there for you. So let's begin. Did you spend 2021 living a life in alignment? I know that is a loaded question to start with, but I think it will give you just a good overall review of what your year was like. To break it down even further, what this question is really asking you is, do you feel that you spent your year with some sort of holistic balance? 
Were you able to touch upon all the different areas of your life, do the different things that you like? Did your work resonate with your soul purpose? Did your relationships, you know, soulfully fulfill you? Do you feel that you spend most of your time in ways that lit you up and really aligned with the person that you are, the person that you want to be and the life that you wish to live. Now, I'm going to answer a couple of these questions along with you to just contextualize things and share. For me, I can say a little bit of yes and a little bit of no. I think the greatest breakthrough for me was really, really aligning with my soul calling, really aligning with the talents and skills that I have, the work that I love to do and how I can actually bring that to life. And the way I've done that is by intentionally growing my personal brand, my show, of course, always aligning, starting my life coaching business and growing my practice and learning a lot more skills to help me grow in my practices. So I definitely feel much more in alignment with merging my purpose and passion and soul calling with the work that I'm doing. And how do you feel? Do you feel you spend 2021 living a life in alignment? Now, the second reflection question for you is, what brought you the most joy? This can either be a very specific memory, maybe a place, spending time with a person, or a recurring activity that you've done all year. But what was that thing that brought you the most joy? Now, it might seem like an easy question, but really take a moment to reflect on it because your instinctive answer might be the first, the first thing that comes to your mind. It might actually be a habit, something that you've always been doing. But when you dig a little bit deeper, I'm curious, do you get another answer? Does the answer actually present itself in a completely different form? And if so, that might really be the thing that brings you this deep, deep joy. When you've found this space of joy, take a moment and give it gratitude. You know, you can journal about that or verbalize it, but say, I thank you. I thank this person, this place, this event, this activity for giving me so much joy. Give it that deep gratitude and then circle it in your journal and write it in bold, put it up on top so that when you set intentions for 2022, you can be sure to put this thing on the top of your list. You know, this is the thing that should be on the top of your to-do list, whether it's every day or every week, every month, whatever the cadence is, because this is that good, juicy fuel that good fuel that will keep you going, keep you nourished, keep you energized and make you happy. So give it that gratitude and then be sure to highlight it. And I hope you come back to this so next year so that if you ever feel a little unaligned, if you ever feel a little lost, you can come back to this and remember, wow, this was the thing that brought me so much joy in 2021. Let me not forget to bring it back into my life in 2022. Now, the third reflection question is, what area of your life did you experience the most growth in? 
to simplify this question, the way I like to see life is by looking at the wheel of life. It's actually something created by Zig Ziglar. You can check it out on Google and it's a wheel. It's a circle with seven buckets. I And I use this phrase very often, these different buckets of your life. So in this wheel of life, the buckets are career, financial, spiritual, physical, social, intellectual, and family. They're all in a circle, so they're all equally weighted. So take a moment to check in with yourself and ask yourself, what areas of my life did I grow the most in? And while you're doing that, and while you're considering these seven different buckets, you may also be able to answer the next question. What areas of my life need more growth? Now, Balancing all of these seven different buckets all at the same time is extremely challenging. It's extremely difficult. And so this is just a good activity to see what buckets of your life are full and thriving. And now what are the other buckets of your life that you can bring more attention to? Doing it all, all at once is absolutely impossible. And we really, really need to normalize this. But I think this is just a great exercise to take stock of areas of growth and then the areas that need growth in. So for me, I definitely grew in my career. I grew in my finances. I grew spiritually. I grew socially. I'm so happy to have made so many new friends. Many of you, my dear listeners, I definitely feel that I grew intellectually. Next year, I'm hoping to grow more in my physical space by taking better care of my health and to grow our family. That is my quick reflection of the areas I've grown in and the areas I'd like to grow in 2022. And again, it's The Wheel of Life with the Seven Buckets by Zig Ziglar. You can just Google it if you want a visual representation of the seven different buckets. So we actually did question three and four over there. So now reflection number five, what activities energized you? What did you just find yourself fully immersing yourself in? This is probably the thing that made you lose track of time. And the thing that you just reached to do out of sheer joy and sheer pleasure. Now, this is definitely an important one because as we are pursuing these different buckets of our life and, you know, trying to hit our targets with our career and our finances and all of our goals, it's really important to have something to do just out of the sheer joy of it, just out of sheer, sheer pleasure. And most likely the activities that energized you that you reached to do when nobody was watching is going to be one of those things that nourishes you and energizes you and makes you feel really good. For me, there are two activities that really stand out when I think of things that I'd love to do just for the sake of doing them. One is reading. I love a good book. I've been reading a lot of nonfiction and fiction for the past several years, but learning from nonfiction books, reflecting from the things that I learn um, are just 
so stimulating to me and with fiction just really connecting with a character and you know getting lost into a story I find it really enjoyable and the second activity is dance I've been a Kathak dancer for the last four years I learned with Barkha Patel she's actually episode um, two or three on always aligning so check that out if you'd like but showing up for class week after week is just a space for me. It's a space for me to tap into my creativity, to use my body, to really just explore deeper nuances of not just this art form, but of myself through movement. It's really exciting and pleasurable and an activity that I just find myself immersing myself in week after week. As you reflect on what activity energizes you, the thing that you just love doing whenever you can, make sure you circle it, highlight it, underline it, let it be something that you can see very clearly so that when you set intentions for 2022, this is on top of your list. Let this be the thing that's in your back pocket that you can tap into the minute you need to move around some stagnant energy and just step back into your body. You don't have to do it every day, every week, but maybe once in two weeks, maybe once a month. Find a cadence that works for you, but definitely keep it on top of your list. Reflection question six. What did you find most challenging? Now, this is a question that requires a lot of honesty and vulnerability with you and yourself. You can interpret this question the way that serves you the most but I want you to know that every single one of us is experiencing a challenge at any given time probably multiple challenges challenges are a part of the human experience so we can either work through them or let them work through us so let's let 2022 be the year that we actively work through our challenges Some challenges are really difficult and require a lot of grit and a lot of perseverance, while some others are easier to tackle. Take stock of what you found to be the most challenging so that you can begin to plan, how am I going to work through this challenge? How am I going to solve this problem? Is it even something I can solve? Do I need help to solve this problem? Do I need to talk to somebody? Do I need to hire somebody and enlist support? Whatever it is you need, you can begin to formulate a plan once you have awareness of what you found most challenging. One of the things I found most difficult was really in growing my business. I found creating content on a regular basis that's, you know, interesting, unique, creative, presentable, short, witty, and all of these other um, factors to be really challenging. It's not my strength and it's also not the way I want to conduct my business. So my goal for 2022 is to really determine how can I continue to show up authentically me and be valuable to my community in a cadence that works for me. Do I need to hire somebody? Do I need to outsource certain tasks? But what is it that I need to do to get there? Reflection question seven is One of my personal favorites, because I think it's one that is so easily overlooked. What relationships are you most grateful for? And this question is really multi-part because what it's also asking is, what relationships didn't really serve you this year? Now, of course, 
this has been a very difficult two years and everyone has been going through something of their own. If there is a friend or a family member that perhaps has always been there for you and was not able to this year, absolutely give them the grace that they deserve and that relationship deserves. But I think as we grow, it's also natural order for us to grow apart from our existing relationships, whether they're friends or family. And I think it's important to just keep taking stock of what are the relationships in your life that are really serving you best and supporting you, supporting you in your growth, nourishing you and there for you. And what are the relationships that perhaps are not a part of your life anymore? Maybe you're holding on to them for nostalgia or, you know, maybe you're also just holding on to them because you don't know that you don't really need them in your life anymore. But relationships is an investment. It's a commitment, a a promise that you make to someone that says, I value you and I honor you and I want to be there for you. It is a two-way street. So if you do feel that there are some relationships you are extra grateful for, ask yourself, have I also given back to this person? Have I been there for them the way that they've been there for me? Am I honoring and nurturing this relationship? As you take stock of these relationships that you are most grateful for, be sure to consider them in your 2022. How can you honor these relationships within the capacity that you have? How can you be there for them and serve them? And how can you prioritize these relationships over others and into your life of priorities. So definitely take stock of these people, give them again a gratitude in your mind, in your journal, and then I I hope you get to keep cultivating these relationships in 2022. Reflection question eight. Did you take care of yourself enough? And if so, what ritual or rituals supported you the most in that? Now, self-care is something we love over here on Always Aligning and I'm sure to touch upon with all of my guests because it is truly an essential bucket in my own life and one that I think is important for all of us. But it's also interesting to be mindful of what rituals connect with you the most and actually support you. Sometimes self-care rituals are not always inviting. For example, going to the gym. It's not something I always feel like doing, but I know that when I do it, it always makes me feel so good. So I'm very mindful of that. And therefore it's one of the buckets that I want to grow on next year and to focus on. What are some rituals that supported you the most? Ones that gave you that extra energy or the extra Zen, whatever it is that you needed, really helped you unwind and rest and relax and connect back with your body and your spirit. Whatever those rituals are, please factor them into your life. Please try and make time for them on a regular recurring basis. I like to think of self-care rituals like charging your phone. You need your phone. We all need our phone. In fact, there's a high chance that you're probably listening to this podcast episode on your phone. But even your cell phone needs to be charged. Even your cell phone has a capacity. And when it's reached the bottom end of its capacity, it cannot function. 
In fact, it will just turn right off. And sometimes turning off for us as as human beings can mean we get burnt out, we crash, we sleep extra, we binge, maybe we feel depressed, our anxiety goes up. That is our body's triggers of saying you're powering off, you don't have enough battery. So look at self-care rituals as a way of giving your own self that battery, that recharge that it needs. And I offer you this thought, if you can take the time to even charge your phone, an object, you know, not even a living, breathing thing, but just an object, don't you deserve the time to recharge yourself? You absolutely do, my friend. You absolutely do. And I hope this reflection question reveals to you ways that you really connect with yourself and ways that you enjoy taking care of yourself so that you can mindfully call more of that into your life in 2022. We are almost nearing the end of our guided prompts episode with just two more prompts remaining. Prompt number nine, what was your greatest lesson in 2021? Now, there were a lot of lessons that I know all of us have learned through a pandemic, but what specific lesson did you learn this year. This could have been a lesson that you have learned before, but maybe this year again brought it up to surface or something completely new. It could be anything across the seven buckets that we spoke about or just a general lesson, but definitely take a moment to reflect on this lesson and write about it and take stock of it as you move through life. For me, I think one of my greatest personal lessons was acceptance. Now, I have been confronted many times with this theme of acceptance, and I do my absolute best to be in a state of acceptance. But this year reinforced it. It reinforced this idea that I have to accept the things that I cannot control that are still happening to me, that are happening in my life. And despite of that, I need to persevere. I choose not to be a victim to what's happening to my life by accepting that this is what's happening and how am I going to work through it. So for example, I just tested positive for COVID um, a couple of days before Christmas and I had to accept that instead of letting it ruin my holiday spirit. Of course, we had to cancel plans with our family. I didn't I didn't let it rain on my parade, you know? I was just grateful that the symptoms were super mild and I had the luxury to be at home and rest and recover. I accepted it. So acceptance has really been my greatest lesson for 2021 and now I want to build upon it. So next year I may have a different lesson and each year if I learn a lesson, think of all of the tools Um, Think of all of the skills that I've created in my personal arsenal, and I hope you can consider it in a similar way. If each year you are learning a lesson, maybe a different lesson or maybe the same lesson, the strength that you are cultivating within you is incredible. That is the inner strength you can continue to tap into as life faces you with challenging circumstances. As things don't go your way, you can remind yourself of all of these skills you have learned each year, helping you develop this deep inner strength that will help you push through whatever comes your way. And now for your last prompt, 
I want you to take a few minutes and write a letter to your former self. Write a letter to yourself on January 1st, 2021. That person that you were, you're writing a letter to them. Now that we have gone through this series of guided prompts, you have taken stock of your greatest lesson. You have taken stock of the things that you grew the most in, the areas you wish you grew more in, the areas that you found most challenging, the activities that energize you, and what brought you the most happiness this year, the relationships you're most grateful for. Now that you have all of this information, What advice would you give to your former self 365 days ago? What would you tell them to do better, to do more of, to do differently? This is such an interesting prompt to do because hindsight is 2020, right? If we knew better, we wish we would have done better. And sometimes the only way to really course correct that is to keep having these reflections and keep doing these prompts so that we can bring our patterns into our consciousness and have greater awareness so that our future self can do better. So again, to close off on this guided prompts for 2021, write a letter with advice to your former self. And as you're doing that, I hope you take a minute to really connect and realize all of the things that you now know so that you can have a happier, more fulfilled, and a more aligned 2022. And that's it, my friends. We have reached the end of this episode. We have just completed 10 guided prompts to help you reflect through your year 2021. I hope this episode serves you and I hope you give yourself the, you know, 30 to 60 minutes that are needed roughly to really go through this exercise and connect deeper with yourself. I promise you, you will thank me later and you will thank yourself for giving yourself the time that you've needed to do this reflection. I want to take this opportunity to thank you, dear listener. It's been a wonderful year here being on Always Aligning, and I am so deeply grateful to you for your continued support. I promise you, this is just the beginning, and for you, my early supporters, your support has meant the world to me. I would not be here without you, so thank you for tuning in, sharing, subscribing, reviewing, commenting. I see you and I am so grateful to you. Thank you again for your continued support. I wish you the greatest year ahead. I want to end this podcast episode with one of my favorite quotes. I know we just spent all of this time reflecting and looking back and planning ahead, but truly what I think matters the absolute most in life is being present and staying present because today is a gift. And with that, I offer you this quote. The past is history. The future is a mystery. And today is a gift. That's why it's called the present. No matter how you choose to spend your 2022, I hope you can remember that every day is a special day because it is a day you are alive. It is a day you get to be. And no matter how you spend your day, I hope you spend it by being most present. And there, my friend, you will find the most happiness. I love you and I will see you next year. Happy 2022.